0: You know, from time to time, you're going to hear a different voice on behalf of our friends at BioVet. We thought we'd take a couple minutes, introduce you to them so that you know, you probably know them before you hear them. Uh, Dr. Nate Haas is along with us, and he is a fellow that's been around Wisconsin agriculture, specifically as a veterinarian for a long time. I shouldn't say a long time, but you <laughs> but you know what you're doing, Nate. Yep. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up, how you got into this crazy business of wisconsin veterinary work. sure
1: sure so i grew up in lancaster wisconsin down in southwestern corner so i'm uh, born and bred there uh, didn't grow up on a farm at all so uh, my dad was a carpenter my mom was a was a nurse's aide and so um spent all my time on farms through extended family so my my dad's parents were dairy farmers down by cassville um but kind of at the end of their career when i was younger they were pretty young and and or i was pretty young at that time and um They kind of sold their dairy. I remember them milking cows in an old stanchion barn, but um, most of my agriculture experience at that point was renters that would come in with some steers and some animals. And I just enjoyed being around the animals at that time. Uh, And my wife is from a dairy family as well. So always spent time on farms, you know, doing hay in the summer and, you know, um, walking around the cows, um, trying to help out whenever I could, Um, really enjoyed it. Um, but didn't really think about becoming a veterinarian until a little bit later on, um, probably, you know, middle school into high school is when I've really started becoming interested in it. And, and my background's more in microbiology than anything else. And so one thing I was able to realize is I could kind of meld those two interests together, specifically with dairy cows, because we do so much micro with those. So, um, after I I left Lancaster, I went to school at La Crosse, University of Wisconsin La Crosse and, and did my bachelor's degrees there and a master's program there as well. Um, in all things, studying viruses, studying viruses in water. And it turned out that a lot of the results that we ended up getting were from agricultural-related viruses. We, we got uh, rotavirus from a bunch of pigs oh, yeah. that we weren't expecting. And so it kind of took that transition into, okay, there's a little bit more work we can do with agriculture when you, you look at microbiology. And and kind of cemented at least my interest in, in going into into veterinary medicine. but. Um, I, I hate to say it. I'm not an alumnus from the University of Wisconsin La Crosse vet school, but I did. Um, I went to our neighbor to the to the west, yeah. so I'm an Iowa stater. Okay. Um, for, so for two years before vet school, uh, I worked as a molecular biologist at Pioneer Hybrid. Okay. Um, most of us know Pioneer, sure. Cortiva now, I yep. guess is what. Right. And um, and was a, was a resident at that time of Iowa, so decided you know let's uh, let's do this, and so uh, went to Iowa State's obviously not well-known at that time for their dairy science, although they always had good dairy vets mm-hmm. there and, and dairy uh, researchers, but obviously pigs and beef are kind of their name of the game. At that period of time, a couple a couple of new faculty members came into the program. Um, one was Dr. Pat Gordon, who was a a really well-known dairy veterinarian who came into the faculty there. And, and Jim West, who was one of the pioneers in embryo transfer for the dairy industry mm. in Northeast Iowa, he came in mm-hmm. um, and started doing some work too. So I had, I, I kind of hit that at the perfect time.
0: Well, I guess. I and, guess. And,
1: and had a lot of opportunities to, to do work with them. Got a lot of opportunities to work with just generalized uh, production animal medicine, period. A lot of swine work, a lot mm-hmm. of beef work. Uh, obviously, you get your horses and cats and dogs as well. But um, yeah, that, that's what that's what took me through my education and hmm. brought me back to Wisconsin. Actually, yeah,
0: and then you're back in Wisconsin, and then y- y- Department of Ag. You, I mean, you've yep. you've dabbled in a couple different things that really has helped you be well-rounded, Nate, when it comes to question answer scenarios.
1: A hundred percent, and that's one of the problems that sometimes people ask me. You know, I, I I've had a lot of positions. I've 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 worked in different areas in agriculture. And so they'll ask me, you know, what do you, what do you see yourself in a couple years? And the problem is I have a lot of interests, right? <laughs> That's a good thing and a bad thing. And so, um, every kind of step that I've taken has, has gotten me to the point that I am at right now. So I practiced for a little over three years in a, a 100% food animal practice in, in, plain Wisconsin, a great practice, had great mentors there, um, predominantly dairy, but we had beef and swine, small ruminants and uh, water buffalo and, and a little bit of everything else. Right. Um, but then I had the opportunity to go back and, and do a residency in microbiology and clinical microbiology back at Iowa State. So um, the one state I was kind of reluctant to move to in the first place actually took us back for another, for another year. So moved my family back to Ames for another year and, and did that residency. And then I had the opportunity to, to pivot into education. So um, I actually left that residency, come back to Wisconsin and taught for five years at Madison Area Technical College. I was the food animal vet there in the veterinary technician program. So a great opportunity to, to teach a lot of um, really, really great students um, coming through who who really are kind of the future of veterinary medicine. We need these technicians. And so I was really happy to have that opportunity. And then I was I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to teach for a little over four years at the University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine as well. So I taught a lot of uh, first-year courses there. And then I took a, a kind of a year off from teaching and worked as um in the state for the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection as the Poultry and Aquaculture Program Manager. So completely different than what I had really done in the past, working with fish farms and with uh, poultry flocks. And so I uh, did that for about a year and then uh, took this position at BioVet. So the one thing about BioVet that's great is I'd worked for them for a couple of years previously, um, what you get afforded when you're teaching is a little bit of time off in the summers oftentimes. And so I had an opportunity to kind of fill some of those gaps up with working with Dr. Zimmer mm-hmm. uh, and his crew at BioVet. So even though I just started in September, I've, I've had an association with the company sure. um, since 2020. And, and just to tell you the truth, the reason I even got associated with them is our practice used their products. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had a, I had a familiarity with their products. I, I had a trust behind them that I wanted to kind of build into and, and their work with the different microbials and microbiology was kind of the reason why it came full circles.
0: It's perfect time for us to be having this conversation again. Dr. Nate Haas in studio with us. He is uh, one of the staff members and people that you'll be leaning on when it comes to BioVet. We're talking more and more these days. I don't want to say holistic, Nate, because that might be a little out there for some of my sure. dairy farmers, beef producers. But we are thinking more about... Uh, the soil and how can we make it healthy with fertilizer as opposed to something in a bag? And exactly. that's really the premise that Dr. Bill Zimmer has had at my at Biovet for a long time. Yep. Is use what the animals already got and yep. help it. Get better
1: exactly, and, and and that's where Biovet came from, right? So uh, I mean, they they started as a entity that was looking at how to improve soils to make crops better, yeah. and and this was a natural kind of uh, progression from there. It was a side, it was a kind of a side department um, mm-hmm. for a different corporation, and then in the early '90s, it broke out on its own. So you know, I agree with you. We don't use the term holistic. or We don't use you know some of these other kind of. Uh, Easy terms that you hear, you know, all the time in the popular press. But we do know that um, we're in a different era right now when it comes to veterinary medicine. We're in an era with with legislation that's been passed lately about the uh, restriction of certain antimicrobials, for instance. Um, we're kind of moving towards let's get on the preventive side of things. Let's build these animals up so they naturally can fight off these infections. And that allows us then to maintain the effectiveness of antimicrobials when we need them. So, um, you know, a, a guy working for a company that's really for uh, direct-fed microbials and, and support and for, um, you know, a couple other products like that, but not antibiotic-based, um, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of, of food animal antimicrobials when they're needed, and I want to keep them effective. And so that's one of the things that we can do is try to keep these animals healthy, minimize the opportunities that they are resistant to certain pathogens so that when you do need to use these micro or antimicrobials mm-hmm. that they're effective.
0: What are you jazzed about going forward then Nate? I mean, you know, we, yeah. everybody does their new year's resolution and that kind of stuff. And yep. I've been blessed to be able to work with bio for a while now. What are you jazzed about going yeah. forward?
1: So, uh, you know, the, the great thing about this company is uh, the potential for diversity that they have um, amongst different animals that we can actually reach. So, you know, we're in Wisconsin, the name of the game here is dairy. Um, that's what we, you know, our market share is in the dairy in the dairy field, but we have huge opportunities for growth in different areas, um, the beef area, um, and again, being a guy from Iowa State, I had a lot of classmates from the western beef areas in Nebraska and the Dakotas, and so I have some good familiarity with with beef, and I think we have a lot of opportunities to grow in that area. Um, we also have some of the other species that we, we do have products for pretty much everything, but we really don't, um, focus on those all that much. So we do have some swine products that can be used in pigs. We have some small ruminant opportunities and some equine opportunities as well. So, um, you know, I've been here in a full-time capacity for three months of so almost three months to the day right now. Um, so looking forward and we're planning for 2024 already. Um, I think that's, what's going to be on the horizon is try to increase our, our market share of the different animal, uh, groups that are out there in production animals and to, and to try to grow as much as we possibly can.
0: Well, I appreciate you spending a little time with us, Nate, and I've yeah. been talking about the people that you get to know when you've been <laughs> in animal agriculture of any type, and uh, I'm happy to say that we know quite a few. Hopefully, you're going to get a chance to get to know Nate as well. Dr. Nate Haas, along with us. Like I said, one of the faces that you see behind BioVet, and they are, of course, Wisconsin-based with reach around the world because of the philosophies that they're founded in and the products that they develop. Find more biovet.com. And that may be where you get another biography lesson from Dr. Nate Haas. We'll see him out in the countryside, along with Dr. Nate Haas in studio. For BioVet, I'm Pam Yonke.